I do think that uh, the promising sign with Kosatu is that uh, in many years now they have come to accept that they are facing serious problems and as such they are beginning to spend more time on policy issues rather than personalities and clashes. So that in itself for Kosatu is quite a milestone. They are still a very much divided union. They are still very much in a weak position. So we can say at this particular moment, Kosatu might just be seeing beginnings of a recovery mode after its vicious divisions and some of it occasioned by its uh, uh, association with the ANC factional politics which didn't allow COSATU to maintain its independence. And the last point is, COSATU in its Congress had a number of resolutions. Then they realized that most of them, whether it's the ending of the e-tolling, the ending of labor brokers, the stopping of youth subsidy, as well as the minimum wage and many other things, they were not succeeding with the ANC as such because ANC itself was divided and it was perceiving a COSATU that was weakened by its own internal divisions. So it could pay very little attention to COSATU's issues. And also leading to Mangaung, that COSATU and its affiliates were beginning to debate where they stand vis-a-vis the ANC. And that debate, I think, degenerated into personality clashes rather than focusing on issues and workers' issues. And the weakening of some of the key COSATU unions, such as the NUM, which was dislodged in the platinum belt, as well as the expulsion of NUMSA and others withholding their full support, has weakened the resource base of COSATU. So COSATU will have to revamp itself and will have to be brutally honest on some of the issues and the mistakes it might have committed. How pivotal do you think COSATU has been to the factional battles within the African National Congress? It has been key. Remember that uh, I think COSATU made a blunder, just like SACP and other members of the ANC going to Purugwane. The focus was on, do you support this or that leader? At the time when ANC was experiencing its degeneration into institutionalized factionalism, and now joining a leader without putting in front principles to say we will simply support anyone who follow these principles and will oppose anyone who is not upholding these principles, becomes a problem which is afflicting ANC, afflicting SACP, afflicting COSATU, and uh, the youth leagues, uh, as well as the women's league, because once you start joining factional leaders, you have to abandon principles and just become a defense team for those leaders at all times, and you exhaust your energies. We're still, if you are a union, because 
going through economic difficulties of 2010 because in our case the global financial crisis was delayed by the World Cup injection of cash and uh, construction and so forth. When people are going through such hardships, particularly workers, they want an undiluted voice of the working class as well as the trade unions uh, which is defending their interests. But once they see a divided attention between supporting this or that faction of the ANC, it leads to disillusionment, which is what we've seen within Kosatu. So what are the chances of Kosatu repeating uh, the, that same mistake now with their endorsement of Deputy President Cyril Ramaphosa for the next ANC leader? I do think that Kosatu uh, might be uh, correct in its preference for reasons they've stated, but they ought to be cautious. The first one, ANC has fallen into such difficulties and uh, crisis that its salvation will not depend on a leader. It will depend on a team of leaders with different competencies. It will depend on a reaffirmation of ANC and its principles and a move away from factions and personalities because right now what has happened is that uh, power has been personalized and institutions have been weakened. In that environment, values usually matter not because you have to defend your own man or your own woman. And that is exactly what you're seeing with the Premier League, with some leaders in the ANC, with MKVA and so forth. They wait for any instance to say, we want to defend the leader. Whether the leader has committed a mistake or not on any given day, they have to find redeeming reasons to defend the leader and blame the environment, the world, the country and everything else. So... To that extent, I think Kosatu would be well advised to simply amplify the principles for workers that they want to put forward as a condition of their participation in the alliance, as well as a team of leadership with specific competencies where they will have to discuss what are the problems of today, if it's unity, if it's corruption, and so forth? Who are the proven, uh, I mean, who are the people with a proven record of, uh, you know, amplifying the positive values and of not having been tempted into the space of corruption? If then they can do that and they put a list of what workers as a minimum demand would want to have as a condition of their continued participation, then they stand to achieve more than when they pin all their hopes on a leader.